What's up, podcast listeners? Today's guest, I have Christian Sullivan. Christian is super passionate about self-development. You can just tell by how he talks about it. In today's episode, he shares his personal growth journey, which includes going to events, learning from audiobooks, making mistakes, and having a mentor. We also talk about uh, getting out of your comfort zone and making mistakes and some book recommendations. I'll let you guys get into the episode. You're tuning into the High Performance Path podcast and I'm your host, Alex. If you want to increase your productivity, enhance your mental performance, hack your sleep and build a bulletproof body, then you're in the right place. Get ready as we dive into interviews with performance coaches, business owners and health professionals to find out their daily routines, habits and movement practices. All right, let's go. Welcome to the show, Christian. How are you going? I'm awesome, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. So um, first thing I just want to ask you is, um, so tell me a little bit about yourself and why you decided to make the career change to what you currently do. Yeah, good question. Like maybe, so my- Keep it like maybe, you know, two or three minutes about yourself, nice and short. Is this like a, t- is this like a test or are we going? <laughs> no, we're going. <laughs> We'll go. It's recording. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. Cool, man. So, uh, yeah, obviously, my name's Christian Sullivan. I'm 41, single father at the moment. And, yeah, it's a really good question, actually, because my journey has been, like, quite very interesting. Uh, basically, the, way I, the why, why I transitioned into something different is because I was just sick and tired of doing what I was doing. You know, sick and tired of going back to work you know, trading time for money and just not really feeling worthy, you know what I mean? And just not really feeling like this is my passion. And that's why I started to look outside the box. And, you know, fate, I believe fate had it that I, I met my first mentor, Mark Frank Montoya. Cool. Um, tell us about the moment where you kind of, the moment that was like you've had enough, like nah, that's it. I got to do something that I'm passionate about or whatever I'm doing now. It's not for me. Tell us a little bit about that moment. Yeah, for sure. I remember it. <laughs> I remember it very well. I was getting like a lift to work and I was just like, it was winter. It was freezing cold and it, we had to be at work at 6am. So I was going to work. At, I was getting up at like 4.30 just after my daughter was born a long time ago, like about eight years ago. And I just remember that feeling of just like, there must be more to life than this. And it just struck me. It just struck me like if someone smashing, like slapped me in the face. I'm just like, there must be more life than this. And I've had other moments like this as well, but that's the most defining one where I was just like, I felt that there was more out there for myself. I really, I really knew that. And I didn't know what it was, but I knew that I had to start looking, you know, and, and just move forward. Yeah. And then you've mentioned to me, you used Oh, well, I know that you've you've gone on a huge journey of personal growth. Did that start when you found a mentor or did you happen to find a mentor that just came into your life and then that mentor helped you on this personal growth kind of journey? Like when did the mentor come in, before or after you started? Uh, the mentor started, yeah, like definitely once I met, my first mentor that's when the growth journey started 
100%. I didn't really know anything about personal development, personal growth. Um, to be quite honest, I didn't even really know how to be successful at anything because I didn't know that you had to fail forward and fail forward and, and keep going and never quit and have and develop some kind of vision for where you want to go. You know what I mean? All the most famous people who, who have invented things and they had a vision. They saw it in their mind before they, they, they held it in their hand, so to speak. So definitely after I met my first mentor, that's when I started to learn different techniques and, and learn learn his mistakes as well, his business mistakes and his his growth journey. And he said, hey, you need to go read this book before I'm going to work with you. So that was interesting. So um, what are some of the best tools that you've used that have helped you on your personal growth journey? Um, definitely. So definitely books, although I'm not a huge reader. Uh, apart from books, definitely audio books. You know, always just plugging in and being on Audible and, and sourcing the most relevant audio books and stuff. Um, that's been huge for me because I've – I can listen to them over and over again and there's always something to learn. There's always something new to find because sometimes I won't listen to it for like a year, you know, like again, a year later and then, and I hear something different because I'm on a different uh, place in the journey, so to speak, or I'm in a different place in my business or I'm just a different place mentally that day and I'll just be like, I didn't hear that before, I swear. And it's like they're mini breakthroughs. I'll be driving my car along and I'm just like, what did he just say? That's what I was thinking yesterday, you know? Like, you know, your biggest fears right now are exactly what you should be doing. And, and there's something I'm, I'm scared of doing like that day or something. I'm just like, oh, my God, you're kidding me. Like, he just said that. And he's talking right to me. That's where the biggest breakthroughs come for me when it feels like people are talking straight to me. When I watch – sorry, when I listen to audios or when I watch training videos from very successful people and they say things and it's like they're talking straight to me. Um, same at events too. The event, events have just changed everything for me. Very similar experiences. Yeah, cool. No, I definitely agree with the, with the books. When you read them again, either a year later or three years later, um, you definitely can pick up something different than the first time you read it. Um, because depending on where you are in your life, when you read a book, you'll take some things away that you can apply or that are relevant to you right then. And other parts of that book may not be relevant to you right then, or you may not be able to apply things from that book right then. But then in a year's time or in three years time, there may be something that you can apply and actually learn, or maybe something that you've completely missed that just didn't stick out to you before. That's just a light bulb moment the second time or the third time you've read a book. So that's definitely happened to me. So yeah. And you mentioned events, any, um, any particular events that have been really great that you've enjoyed? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean the first event first, yeah, well the first event really I ever went to business event was, was in Nashville at this huge, crazy freaking hotel with all these different, um, I can't remember what you call them now. They're, 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 it was like these huge domes. It was a hotel with all these rooms as well. It's actually called the Gaylord Op Oprium. I think that's how you say it. So the I was what? next to like the Nash Gaylord Oprium. So nothing to do with gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what it's called. I'm not sure why, why it's called that. It's right next to like the huge country music um, uh, um, like place where they play country music and stuff. It's right yeah, there as cool. well. 
Um, so, yeah, but this place is like these huge, I don't even know what you call them, huge domes. It, it, it's like out of this world and the hotel's in these domes. So it's all controlled temperatures and there's canals in there and like it's insane. You've definitely got to Google it. In Nashville, Gaylord Opry. Opry. Um, so that was my first event in Nashville and, and I was, was just like delirious. Was that like a so business that was event my- or a mastermind? Yeah. Like that- a mindset thing or what kind of stuff was there? So that was an affiliate marketing event. So I used to be in a company that did affiliate marketing. So promoting digital products that help people um, learn certain things like blogging like and other things to do with affiliate marketing, you know, advertising, marketing, all those kinds of things. And there's a lot of personal development in that as well. So that was my first event. Oh, my God, I can't remember what it's called now. I've got a little name, like little uh, tag thing somewhere here. Oh, but God. that was the first event and I was just, and I was just like, this, this is like insane. It just blew my mind because I was still like jet lagged. The hotel was freaking huge. We had to walk for like, it felt like kilometers just to get to the room where the event was. And I was just like this whole thing, there was actually heaps of Aussies there too, which was really cool. But it just blew me away. The whole atmosphere, you know, how friendly people were and who we were learning from. So that's where the events really impacted me. And after that, I knew once I kind of, once I switched, uh, switched businesses and got into the business I do now, I knew I had to get a comp- to a company event like ASAP as soon as I started the business. And I did. Um, a few weeks into the business, I went to a, a, an event in Bondi Junction. So, yeah, events have been huge for me, like big breakthroughs, um, doing whatever it takes to get to events, literally going to events with just a backpack on my back, flying to America. It's like, oh, that's all I need. Like, just doing crazy shit and kind of, uh, you know, spending thousands of dollars to do it too. And it yeah. wasn't a holiday. It was for me to learn from the best of the best and um you know uh, that was my first event the best event was definitely um the last time i went to provo utah you know what i mean um so a company event there and just hearing people's stories hearing why they do the business hearing the all the struggles that people have gone through um and just seeing that they're like everyday people you know, and that's what blows me away. And then after the events, having like breakout sessions, learning from incredibly successful people that are asking, asking us straight to our face, like, what, what kind of life do you want to create? What are your goals? Write down your goals right now. Um, think about the, the perfect part that you want to meet. Think about, you know, all these different things. And, you know, I'm always kind of in a, it's a weird feeling at events. Like I used to get be really uh, like anxious, nervous, excited, all these different kind of emotions and now I'm, I'm much more relaxed because I've been to like 11 events now so I'm just like I know what's going to happen here but I'm ready and I set my intentions before the event too hey I want to learn this when I go to this event and I walk away I walk away it's always better than I think think it's going to be because I set those intentions and that's what I that's what I want to get out of it I don't never go there and go oh is this going to be worth the money I know it's going to be worth it because investing in yourself is always worth it you know what I mean and that's a mindset thing you know it's not everyone thinks like that at all. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, I know I've I've been to a few events myself, and I and a lot of people pay. Just a lot of people aren't interested in the events to, just simply because of how much they cost, and some of them can cost a fair bit. Um, but there's a reason they cost a lot because a lot goes into them, and this investment can change your life you can come away from the, from these events with like breakthroughs, like you said, life changing uh, things that can just set your up, set yourself up for, you know, 
just uh, amazing motivation and drive and ideas and just stuff that, you know, for a small investment can change your whole life, the rest of your life. So it's not really a, a big investment on the grand, like on the grand scale of things, but um, they're definitely worthwhile if you haven't been to one. Now, going back to audiobooks, is there any, is there anyone that um, has changed your life, like a book that you've read that you want to recommend to the listeners? Could be on anything. Um, 10, 10X from Greg Cardone, for yep. sure. Um, on any level. sport. If you're a sportsman, if you're an amateur sportsman, if you're a surfer, skater, if you're in the military, if you're like whatever, I think 10X will just really shift your perspective on how you can do things as well. Um, do you want to explain it's full what, on. The, what that's about? <laughs> so if, if the listeners don't know what that is. Because I haven't Yeah, for sure. That. So it's thinking Yeah, no, yeah, like it's so it's thinking in a different way. It's really thinking in a 10x fashion. You know what I mean? So Greg Cardone, that's his book and his audio book. And if you if anyone knows who Greg Cardone is, he's very successful in business and he's just got that 10x attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? How can I go out there and do better than I like just excel over others and he's very obsessed with it in the audiobook you can tell like not everyone's like that and it's pretty full-on in the morning when i get in my car at 6 30 and i'm listening to him screaming in my ear you know what i mean so it's yeah it's <laughs> i mean it's just it's just learning ways to really um just 10x what you're doing so really take it to the next level like everyone works at a certain level i work my business at a certain level you know, everyone, you know, some people are slower, sometimes they're faster. So if you listen to what he's saying and that, um, I haven't listened to it for a, kind of a few months now, but um, it's just really, yeah, taking things to the next level and learning the strategies behind it too. Because anyone could go faster, but you've got to be you've got to go faster at doing the right things. You can't just be going faster and go, like, and get, you know, you don't want to burn out and stuff. I nearly burn out definitely a few times in what I do. And, you know, I learned <laughs> kind of the hard way. Okay force myself to be balanced, force myself to exercise, force myself to get outside and, well, at the moment, it's a little bit different. But, yeah, so that's definitely one that stands out. I mean, I've got some other ones within the, the kind of industry that I work in, you know, GoPro, Merrick Worry, um, Go For No um, is another one as well, Ray Higdon and another – sorry, I can't remember the woman that, that wrote that book. But, um, yeah, so there's, there's a few there for sure. I'll put the links to those – books in the show notes so you guys can check them out if um if you want to awesome. check them out um yeah so so you help people build an online business from from their laptop from anywhere in the world um and i've spoken to you recently about branding um personal branding so what's one of the what's one of the best things people can do when focusing on their personal brand? Um, or one of the first things? Be, a, be yourself. <laughs> well, one of the, the, I think that's the biggest thing, be yourself. The first thing is just, just take action, you know, be in action. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very action simple. And be yourself. Yeah, no, yeah. Straight to the point. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. I want to move on to Facebook lives. Now, if someone sure. wants to start doing these but hasn't, what advice would you give that person? 
Now it's probably going to be the same advice as what you just said before. <laughs> Take action. Is that true? <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, yeah, do, do your first video, you know, just, just do it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I've coached many people and um, it's interesting who, you know, because it's part of our strategy in how people, how I get people started in their new online business. So we have a set out strategy with what we do. And one of those um, tasks is to do a Facebook Live. And some people have never done them before. Some people have done a few, some people have done normal videos. So everyone's different. That's what I, lo- what I love about working with new people too. Everyone's different. Everyone's got a different personality. So yeah, just go for it. That, that's the main thing. Um, I mean, there's, med- there's other aspects to it. People are fearful of doing it. You know, the fear creeps in. What are people going to think? Where, am I going to stuff it up? Is, is the phone going to be shaky? Is the audio going to be crap? Um, but the biggest thing is just to do it because it's not going to kill you um, unless you jump off a cliff or something. No, I'm joking. But you know what I mean? Like, that's what I say to people. It's only, it's only a video at the end of the day. Um, you know, it's just like getting up in stage in front of 10 people or 2,000 people. It's just people. You're just getting up there and talking. But people are so fearful of that. And um, so, yeah, take action, do your first video. And I give people topics and stuff like that. Like, if they're like, what do I talk about? Talk about that this is your first Facebook Live video. <laughs> like, it's so simple. It's just simple stuff. Um, there's some good tips there. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, moving on to some, some other questions. If you could place a billboard anywhere in the world with anything on it, where would you put it and what would it say or show? <laughs> That's a good question. I would put it, it, I don't know, I guess it's going to be permanent. Maybe this, could, maybe this shouldn't be permanent, but I would, put in, I would put in Susan Gilmore car park right above Bar Beach there and just have believe in yourself. Nice. That's it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, if you travelled back in time ten years, what advice would you give yourself? They think back. What what exactly were you doing ten years ago, and where you were? Good question, man. Oh man, ten years ago. Um, it's a really good question. I start start doing different things. You know, start doing different things instead of doing the same things. Because back, yeah, 10 years ago, I was definitely doing the same things, you know, chasing different jobs, you know, just just doing the same thing. You know what I mean? So you can't do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. So start doing different things. I know it's very simple and kind of – I don't know exactly where I was 10 years ago. I think I know. I think I was living in Sydney. But, um, yeah, I'd have to kind of <laughs> think back, like yeah, do so some research. But uh, different things. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. I mean, um, I can expand on that if you want to, but yeah, no, expand on it now. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. Um, so start doing different things. I mean, people, I know, I mean, I know when you coach people one-on-one and, and you say, Hey, I recommend that you do this, but they keep doing the same thing. It's just like, Hey, so for myself, like I've definitely been guilty of, you know, just doing the same things and expecting a different result. You know, mm-hmm. if you're in a, in a certain job, uh, you know, for most of your life and you change jobs, but you're in the same title of the jobs, you're probably going to encounter the same types of people. 
the same types of bosses, the same. So if you're having trouble with that in your life and you don't really don't like the job, you go do something different. You've got to go train to be something else or look outside the box and maybe start your own thing, like a side gig, a side business. Um, you know, find, find what you're passionate about too. Actually, this is a big one too. Find what you're passionate about. And if you're really, really passionate about it and you really, really hate your job, find a way to monetize the passion. That's what I believe as well. Yeah, cool. Um, I think there's, I think what people struggle with is um, there's, a, there's a quote that comes to mind and it's, I might butcher it, but it's something like, don't cling to a mistake because you spent so long making it. Um, and I just think some people say, for example, s- spend 10 years in a career and they don't want to leave even though they hate it because they spent so long moving up to where they are or maybe they've just done a uni degree and they've spent four years studying for this job and a lot of money getting this degree. Why should they just throw it all away and do something else if they spent all this money and this time doing it? Um, So I think that's a predicament that a lot of people are in because it's like, yeah, well, I'm not really passionate about this, but it's going to be a waste of time and money if I don't do it. But then it's just kind of, you got to just weigh up, you know, sometimes you just make mistakes and you just got to cut your losses. And if you're not happy, you just got to do something you're happy and passionate about. And if you want it badly enough, you'll make it work. How bad you want it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, happiness, yeah, you just brought happiness then. Happiness is key. Happiness is key to life, I believe. If you're not happy and and you're getting more and more unhappy, man, you only get one life. Life moves fast. Like once you get over 40 and whatever, a year just goes so fast. Like honestly, I, I can't believe it. Like a year, you know, my birthday's in a few weeks. So I'm just like, for real, another one? Um, but <laughs> happiness is key. Happiness is key for sure. Like, it, it, yeah, you've done that 10 years. Yeah, you've been u- to uni for four years. But it, in my honest beliefs, I, and I really, you know, attempt to follow this as much as I can. I don't think anything's a waste of time. Like I just don't. Like being in a car accident, uh, being in a job you freaking hate, there's always something to learn from it. There's Definitely. always something to learn from everything. A shit boss, there's something to learn from it. Show them. Go and freaking go home and work hard on your business. Go hard, go home and do more fitness. If you like, you know what I mean? If someone's hating on you, go harder. Go in the other direction and go, okay, I'm gonna show you. <laughs> I'm going to show you how I'm going to do this faster, harder, stronger. You know what I mean? I really believe that because and that comes back to mindset too. Like I've had haters, a fair few haters in the last six months. And I'm just like, huh, it's so interesting because it's a reflection of them, not me. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I don't want to talk about haters and stuff, but, but yeah, like happiness is key. And I believe there's, there's always something to learn from it. You know what I mean? And life is short. If you're not happy doing what you do, you know, find something that makes you happy and try a few things. You know, the old Gary V thing, you know, go out and try different things. Why not? You know what I mean? Um, I think I know, I don't think, I know a lot of people just stuck in their box. Like, honestly, like, oh, no, I don't like those types. I don't like that type of beer or that type of food. Have you ever tried it? No. It's just like, how the frick do you, no, you don't like it. You haven't tried it. Like, yeah. I know people are stubborn and so, anyway. <laughs> I think that, um, I think people are scared of failing and so they, 
They just yeah. keep doing what they're doing because they're comfortable and it's familiar. Definitely. And they're used to comfort. And I mean, yep. as, as we go on and technology is getting better and better, our lives are getting more comfortable, really. So we're experiencing less and less discomfort. For example, you can have whatever food you want. You can just go and order food on Uber Eats to your fucking door. You don't even have to go out like it used to be. You know, fast food <laughs> yep. was revolutionary. You could drive up, drive through a window, get some food in like five minutes or two minutes and then drive home. Like it's even like you don't even have to leave your door. You can get it delivered to your door. Um, it's just, yeah, we're just, and like aircon and heating, like our, we don't really suffer from extreme heat or extreme cold anymore. We've got aircon that we can set our car to whatever temperature we want. We can set our room, our houses to whatever temperature. Um, we're just so comfortable. And so the more comfortable you make your life, the, when something is difficult, it just makes it even more difficult because we're used to so much comfort. So I think getting out of your comfort yeah. zone is so important. <laughs> and that comes back to oh. like those Facebook lives. Doing the very your first Facebook live is going to be intimidating. It's going to be scary. But when you do that, because you're doing something that's uncomfortable, that's good for you. Doing things that are uncomfortable is actually good for you. And like you said, you grow. It doesn't matter if like you, if that goes well or it goes poorly, there's kind of, I like to look at it like there's no such thing as failure. You either succeed or you learn. That's it. It's, it's a win-win situation. You just got to keep doing things and you'll succeed or you'll learn and then you'll succeed and then you'll learn more and you'll keep learning and then you keep learning till you succeed. So, yeah, that's that's my rant on Definitely. on that. Um, <laughs> oh, man. What's the other question? Yeah, so if you could give someone a habit to practice for 30 days, what would that habit be? Oh, good question. Oh, man, I've probably got a few answers. Um, I would say discipline. They're practicing discipline. discipline. Discipline equals freedom. You know what I mean? So, and I only just learned this like not too long ago. It was just like the biggest aha moment. I'm just like, is that oh my from, God. Um, um, something from Jocko Willock? Yeah, I think so. But I heard, actually heard it from someone else as well. And I heard him say it too. So it's just like, oh yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, because discipline, like the stuff that we should be doing every, every day or the stuff we should be doing every third day or whatever. But it's having discipline. It's just like I agreed to come on this podcast and record this, um, and I and I, I I stick to my word, you know, unless something huge comes out. Oh, so I'm disciplined with showing up. I'm disciplined with doing what I do. I have a DMO every day, daily method of operation. I follow that, you know, pretty much to a T every single day. I'll do the business, which is pretty much every day. Um, and it's been hard for me. Discipline is hard. Like people don't like discipline. Like it's most people don't like it. Um, so I definitely discipline, discipline, um, hundred percent. I think that's, um, yeah, I don't know where I've heard that, but I've heard that as well. Um, and I think it was actually in a, 
in a habits book. I don't know if it was either indistractable or atomic habits, maybe, but they actually used it in a context of um, like scheduling in your day. And Mm. some people look at people that schedule so much stuff and look at them and think, Oh, you must be so exhausted. Like you must have no time for yourself, but that's, it's the opposite. The more stuff, the more scheduled you are, the less kind of you can schedule in downtime and you can schedule in stuff and be productive and then also have downtime. So in that sense, discipline is freedom. Whereas if you just didn't structure your whole day, you'd probably get nothing done and you'd, I don't know, you, yeah, you would have downtime, but you may not be productive either, or you may, you know, I don't know, but I think I, I like to schedule a lot of my, a lot of my stuff so that I can schedule in free, like downtime or even blocks where I have nothing scheduled in where I can fill it in with, you know, stuff that I didn't get done or if something came up and I didn't get something done, that I'll just fit that in there as kind of like overflow. And if I have no overflow that I didn't get done, it's just time that I can do whatever in like whatever. Um, So yeah, discipline equals freedom. Totally. Totally agree, man. Like, honestly, when I do my business and it's on the weekend or something, if I'm not like locked in and have calls locked in and have it all locked in my iPhone calendar and what I'm doing, um, man, a day can just go like that. And, and I get frustrated when I feel like I haven't done anything. I, I'm, I get pissed off. It's like, what have I done today? Like, come on. Because I'm a results person. I want to see results all the time. That's just how I am. And it's, and it's bad. Like, it's, it's not best kind of habit to have in some ways because I can be really hard on myself. You know, why haven't I done that? Like why? So, but um, yeah, man, definitely. And and exactly like you said, like when you're, when you've scheduled stuff in, that's work. And then if you've got three hours to go work out, go to the beach, jump on your bike, whatever, you feel so much better doing that exercise when you know that you've done all your work and you've, you've done that stuff. You've talked to the people you got to talk to. You've done the interviews, you've done the webinars, whatever your work is. So, 100% 100% man like it's it's really changed the way I think as well being really really disciplined with locking in calls and stuff and I tell people too hey okay we'll do it at 7 7 p.m. tonight 7 p.m. tomorrow night I'm going to lock it in my calendar so can you do it can you do the same as well please if anything changes let me know very simple and people respect that too people are just like oh yeah sure okay wow okay and then they know, then they know I'm busy you know what I mean? It's just not like just going to be, oh, yeah, we might get on at 7 o'clock. Um, I, yeah, and when people respect your time, it's because I respect other people's time. It goes both ways. So definitely. Um, going into routines a little bit, is there something that you put in your routine every day, either morning or night routine? Um, good question. Good question. Yeah, so at the moment I'm getting right into meditation. Um, I've got like a new alignment frequency coach and this woman's just absolutely amazing. Um, so doing meditation, I'm following her meditation every single night yeah, before I go cool. to bed. That's something that, yeah, I do every single day. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, all right, we got to wrap things up. Um, so where do you want to send people with the listeners? Where can they find you? Oh man, where do I want to send them? Good question. <laughs> um, 
on a on a journey. I mean, faith growth. <laughs> Other <laughs> yeah. than that, <laughs> but yeah, for sure. I mean, I use like honestly, my one of my biggest hub is you know Facebook, just my my personal Facebook page. You know what I mean? Because I'd make I, you know, I do a lot of content on like I, I do a lot of Facebook lives. I you know post lifestyle. I ask questions. So Christian Christian E Sullivan. I, I don't know why the E's in there. It's it's my middle name, but a letter of my middle name. So Christian E Sullivan on Facebook. I mean, come and come and friend me. Let's chat for sure. How do you always, spell? Always, I always. S U double L I V A N. Cool. And just normal. Yeah, yeah. So spell yeah, Christian. Yep, yep. With a yeah, C. Sweet. Um, do you have a website or anything? Um, got it. Getting a new blog. Get starting soon or revamp blog, but that's yeah. I can't. There's no web, web addresses or anything, right? Yeah, cool. At the moment, awesome guys. If you want to find out more about Christian or um, building an online business, um, check out his Facebook, and he does some really good Facebook lives. Um, I was just on a, a branding webinar the other night with him, and that was really good. Check him out. All right, thanks for being on the show, man. It's been awesome. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Alex. Really. Um, but just love the opportunity. It's just good to talk about these type of topics and um, super grateful, man. Thanks. Awesome. Keep it up, man. You're doing well.